pumps me up every time, man. I like that. Oh, yeah. No, it gets you ready to go. That and ball here... is bouncing, and it's time for some A to Z. And here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that, that really is just such a... Um, eventually, we'll have an episode where I don't gush on the theme song. But you think just, so? It really is just a fun like upbringing. It just gets you going. Oh, gets yeah. you ready yeah, for yeah. it. It does. And then it comes in with just low energy. Mm. I was just talking into a microphone. There's never anything <laughs> yeah. funny going on. <sighs> How you doing, buddy? You doing I'm, good? I'm all right. Everybody, welcome back to uh, the A to Z show. Ooh. I uh, finally watched the first Twilight movie uh, Sunday. Oh, my condolences. I'd, I'd never seen it before, like all the way through. I'd seen like parts of it, and like I've watched like the Riff Tracks best of on YouTube and stuff like that. Okay. And then me and Emma just thought it would be fun to like hate watch the entire series. Mm. And we will eventually. Your definition of fun is a little off, I think. I love hate watching shit. I don't know. I think I have more fun watching movies I hate than I do uh, watching movies I enjoy at this point. <laughs> but yeah, and I was uh, I was shocked by how bad the movie was. Like I expected it to be bad. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I knew it was gonna suck, and I know the writing's terrible. I, I I didn't expect it to be so poorly made, though. That's I think what irritated me the most. Is I'm like, you can't hire a somewhat decent director i mean just like i feel like a kid straight out of film school would have been able to at least frame shots correctly <laughs> and then the effects are just amazingly uh, atrocious like from the benny hill running up the fucking mountain that that was pretty fucking hilarious and then um the fact that there's no chemistry between any actor in that film like they all look like they're just ready to go home that's a big part you got Twilight, and then you eventually get like the the Fifty Shades, which were Twilight fanfic, you know. Yeah. And like both movies, series, like those leads have no chemistry at all. Yeah. Like that's the one thing you got to get right. That's you would it. assume, yeah. Well, see that that's why and we're it can't watching be that hard. That's why we're watching the Twilight movies, is so I can finally watch the Fifty Shades movies too, because yeah, I'm really curious. You really are into the hate watch. Well, at least with the Fifty Shades movies, like the lead actor guy is like handsome. He's like good looking and has a good body on him. Fucking Robert Pattinson is not a good looking dude. I'm so, like, I'm I'm sure he's nice, uh, and apparently he hates Twilight, so that's kind of cool. But um, he's just not good looking. His face is fucking weird, man. He's got like a <laughs> shovel face, and it is just not like they should have cast him to play Frankenstein, not a fucking vampire. Wow. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not talking shit i just you kind of are i mean i just don't think he's attra- i don't think i'm attractive either but i just don't think he's attractive and it's weird to cast him as like the heartthrob for tons of fucking women out there it's like you casted him it's like if you casted chris farley for it at least then it would have been funny <laughs> not really he was long dead by then but... yeah and still would have been a better film oh i mean i'm not arguing that so yeah it's just the weirdest thing it's not even just the two leads that don't have any chemistry there's no chemistry between, like, anyone in that movie. Even, like, who's probably arguably the best actor in the films, or in, in the film that I watched, because I haven't seen all of them yet, mm. is, like, probably her dad. Like, he does a decent job. It looks like he's at least, like, putting in the the hours and, like, trying to do a job. But he has zero chemistry with his daughter. <laughs> and it's just like, isn't that your daughter? Like, don't you love each other and shit? <laughs> it seems like your roommates. <laughs> Also, is Stephanie Meyer, is she, like, obsessed with baseball? Mm, I'm not sure. There's a lot of baseball in the first movie. Is there? Yeah. I don't remember that. Because her, like, uh, her mom is married to a dude who's, like, in the minor leagues playing baseball. 
her dad is getting drunk watching baseball games a couple times in the first film, mm. and then all the vampires go and play baseball together. That's like their bit of fun. Uh, I they do remember have. that. That's when a uh, supermassive black hole kicks in. Yes. And I was like, oh, why are you ruining this song? It's really fucking bad. Yeah. But w- w- why so much baseball? I don't get it. Because it's America's pastime. Yeah, no, that's... So it's showing that the vampires have gotten into American culture. How dare they? We need to go to war. You know what they needed? You know what would have made the Twilight movies way better? Anything? Fucking Blade. (laughs) Wesley Snipes shows up, and then fucking uh, Cypress Hill song kicks in, and he just, like, starts fucking capping dudes all fucking day. That'd have been awesome. Only if Whistler could show up. I fucking love the Blade movies. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The the Blade movies are the reason that I hate the Black Panther movie. <laughs> I don't hate the Black Panther movie. It's an alright Marvel film. It's fine. Yeah. I hated everybody who got obsessed over that movie. Because like, it's the first time there's ever been a black lead in a superhero movie. And I'm like, no. Literally Blade existed in like 98. And that was even Marvel, you fuck. Yeah. Like, so why don't you try paying attention and read a goddamn comic book before you tell me how to live my fucking life. I like Blade 2 better, though. I think I do, too. I think Blade 2 is my favorite one. Yeah. And only partially because Guillermo del Toro directed it. <laughs> but that does give it some bonus points. It does. I like Guillermo. He's a good dude. I'm pretty sure Blade 2 is the reason he was able to have the Hellboy movies. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. Right? Because Blade 2 made, like, decent money. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I think Blade yeah, I think 2 is... they're all the... pretty successful. Even the third one, like, a lot of the critics crapped all over it. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good movie. It's not great. It's kind of fun. It's definitely not a good film. I do love the Euro Trash uh, Dracula, though. That mm-hmm. is pretty fucking hilarious to me. Ryan Reynolds, I mean. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is playing, uh, fuck, what's his name? Hannibal King? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah what's her name? Uh, Jessica Biel? Yeah, right? Jessica Biel. Fucking uh, Triple H is in it mm-hmm. as a vampire. That's right. As his um, fucking, what's that girl's name? God damn it, I always forget her name. She's like the main vampire lady who uh, was like trying to kill Ryan Reynolds' character for a while. She's one mm. of the bad ladies. Did you ever watch the TV show that was on like Spike or whatever? No, I didn't know there was one. Yeah, I, th- I think it only got one season. I never watched it. I was wondering if it was any good. Okay. Parker Posey, that's her name. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, she's I don't like, remember that at all. She's like the lady vampire. Okay. Yeah, she's fun. I like her. And she has a comic book name. How the fuck do I forget that? It's, yeah. it's alliteration. It's like Stan Lee wrote her himself. But yeah, uh, so far, I've only watched the first Twilight movie, and then mm. we got like halfway through the second one, which is, God, is that a boring film? Oh, that yeah. is really boring. There's mm. not a lot of shit that happens in that movie. Yeah, I was uh, single past the first one, so the one <laughs> I got dragged to. So. I'm going to watch them all. It's going to okay. be fun. You know what really irritated me about the the first movie? Besides everything else that I've already listed, mm. the pacing of that film is just atrociously done. Like, I don't know who edited those, but they should be fired. They're terrible at it. It's like, you get the first 25 minutes of that movie, it's like an hour and a half or so. Okay. An hour 45. Like, the first 25 minutes is all backstory and exposition, and then nothing happens, and then the last 30 minutes, things happen. There's like, kind of. There's like this 75-minute period right in the middle of the film where literally nothing is happening. Nothing changes. There is no growth of character. There is no inf- information given. It's just those two laying in a fucking field together, and it's like sunny outside or something, mm-hmm. and he's twinkling in the light. Right. It sucks. That, that's what falling in love is like, Zach. No, it wasn't. 
Clearly, you've never been in love, then. Uh, I think. Sorry, Emma. What are you talking about? I'm totally in love with uh, Parker. You've never laid in a field with her and sparkled. Lay in a field and read Batman comics because I'm in love with those. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I've been up to. What about you, buddy? What have I been up to? Um, Not a whole lot, really. Rewatching Game of Thrones again. Nice. Been binging through some of that. Yeah, that's coming up soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, it kind of sucks because like. Game of Thrones is going to be over. Yeah. Then what are we going to do? Just talk about Game of Thrones, probably. Yeah, no, we'll still talk about it, but I just don't know what we're going to... Like, what show am I going to watch now? I guess I can watch Westworld. Yeah, for decent things. I know uh, Megan and Corey keep telling me to watch that. They, they yeah. say I'm, I'm going to like it. Rachel's pretty big into it, too. Yeah. She usually talks a lot about it. Everybody who listens to our podcast is screaming, like, you guys are supposed to watch the Titan show. How oh, dare yeah. you forget about it? Yeah, <laughs> it is coming back soon with uh, Superboy for yeah. season two. We're so. going to have to try to get the first season in before we... The buff, yeah. When's the second season drop? Mm, July or August, I think. I think we got time to get the first season in before that happens, yeah, right? I think so. Okay. We need to get like a, a call from the listeners. I, we need we need to know if they want us to watch like the whole season in one shot, and then I just like give my entire thoughts, or if they want an episode per oh, episode. Just kind of break it down week yeah. by week. That'd I just want to know what I need to know what they want. All right, our first poll. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our poll. Because I mean, okay. I'm fine with doing it just one shot. We'll we'll come over here early on a Saturday. Yeah, and just. Uh, It'll yeah, be, it's only 11 episodes, remember, not 12. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they cut out the last hour of character growth, I assume. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like whenever me and you tried to watch uh, Buffy. Mm. <laughs> we just sat in a room and drank yep, hard. I'm going to say. We drank hard liquor for 12 hours and watched well, like two seasons. The The first night was uh, the variety pack of beer. Mm. And then after that, we were like, okay, that didn't fuck us up enough. We need yeah, to go to the hard stuff. Yeah. We just like started cracking Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. Crown Maple. <laughs> We gave it a fair shake. We watched like the first like two or three seasons. Two and a half, yeah. Yeah, and it was just not, uh, not that good. Wasn't, wasn't happening. Just wasn't for me. I don't know. I mean, if you want to be a Buffy fan, feel free. That, but yeah, just, to each their own. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it just wasn't my thing. I do remember when I finally called it. Because we had both been wanting to quit for the last like three episodes, but mm-hmm. neither one of us wanted to be the first one. Right. We were just like, okay, keep struggling <laughs> through. I just turned to you and looked. I was like... I don't think I can watch any more of this. And you were like, thank, thank God. You. <laughs> I just didn't get it. Yeah. Although I will admit that Angel was a fucking dime piece, though. Yeah. That guy was fucking gorgeous. <laughs> he should have played Edward. Look how fucking hot he was. That could have been good, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I would have watched that. <laughs> and then put him in f- 50 Shades, too. I don't give a fuck. I just want to see his dick. Hmm. <laughs> You want to introduce ourselves, I guess, while we're doing all this? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, I, I kind of got off on a tangent there. I apologize. So, so talking about Angel's dick reminded you that I'm America's sweetheart? Yes, what? that's exactly what I was. That's not sweet at all. Oh, I disagree. I oh. bet it tastes like a lollipop. All right. <laughs> well, I am Andrew, and I'm here with my friend. I am America's failed comedian, Zach. And uh, a thorough angel lover. I don't care. I'll admit it. Okay. Never watched one episode uh, from his show that he had. He had a spinoff. Oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? Yeah, I never watched any of that. Mm. Yeah, we didn't. Don't even really remember anything that happened with him. I just remember, like... He he died a couple times and came back, I think. Yeah, just sure, whatever. Who cares? 
I just remember making the joke that he was so uh, attractive, and I was like, I don't know who I want to fuck more, him or Sarah Michelle Gellar. And I was like, oh, both. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. I wanted both at the mm-hmm. same time. I think you decided on him ultimately by the end. <laughs> I mean, I think he'd be a better lay. Oh. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar looks like kind of boring in bed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, if you she, don't know, you never know until you try. If she wants to DM me on Twitter, we can figure it out or not. That's fine. But okay. until that happens, I'm going to say that Sarah Michelle Gellar looks like a boring lay. Oh, well, it's out there now. So she's still alive, right? As far as I know. Okay, good. <laughs> I haven't seen her in any movies or anything lately, but look, my phone's about to go off. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar's been dead for three years. <laughs> it's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. At least it's not too soon. Mm. We are drinking some uh, delicious vodka water tonight. Or what are you yeah. drinking over there? I'm the same, yeah. Same thing? Okay, mm-hmm. good. So you're not on call, finally? Right. I wasn't last week either. Did you drink last week? Yeah. Oh, wait. We didn't record last week. Yeah, we did. We went through some, like 12, we 13 oh, ultras. Fuck, we did. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm very out of it. I mm-hmm. apologize. It's all right. I'm not even drunk. That's the worst part. You're just you're just confused because I actually had a podcast edited within the week, so that might be part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch this one come out in three months. <laughs> yeah, this no. be one of the we, we got to fast track this one because everyone, big announcement. Oh yeah, make sure course. to stay tuned past the end. I'm gonna have our first celebrity guest, uh, Kevin Strange, is gonna be coming on down to the basement, and he's gonna. Do some last-minute plugs for his dead shit comic. You might know of his brother, uh, Dr. Stephen Strange. Perhaps. Uh, he's a Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. no, this is the first A to Z uh, interview. I, I don't know. know like, we, we need a fun name for it, I guess. I think so, yeah. We might like, <clears throat> find some extra theme music for that. I'll maybe dig through some more hooky news. Yeah, we're going to have to call him up. Yeah. Yo, boys, what else you got? <laughs> yeah. Sell me something else. Notarized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready for like to run into the whole band and they just beat my ass backstage mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. I'm almost scared to take you to a concert there now. <laughs> It'll be awesome. It will be. I mean, as, it's still hooky playing, so it's going to be good. As long as they'll let me hang a banner that says uh, subscribe to the A to Z podcast, I have no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. You slip a business card in with every merch sale. Fuck yeah, well, <laughs> put it in every goddamn backstage pass. <laughs> be uh, wheeling and dealing with uh, rubbing shoulders with the elite. Most of the places I've seen them, the stage is just out in the open. There isn't really a backstage, but yeah, we can go with this. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. Okay. I got it, man. No, whenever they're playing at like Bush Stadium in two years from now. Oh, okay. I'm hanging out with Ozzy Smith. I'm in a baseball mood right yeah, now. I'm gonna say opening day got delayed Twilight. for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, opening day is coming up. I'm very excited for that. Uh, even though it looks like the Cardinals are going to probably have a pretty rough year this year. I mean, granted, there's 162 games to play. They can always pull out of no, it. Not anymore. Uh, it's like 157 Yeah, left. that's fair. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal right now has an infinite ERA. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah. yeah no, it's perfect. Yeah. He uh, has faced nine batters. They've all scored, and he has yet to record an out. Okay. So he literally has an infinite ERA. Somebody on the subreddit did the numbers – if he gets his next batter that he faces out, mm-hmm. his ERA will be 254.85 or something like that. There we go. Progress. So it's a very possibility that he ends the year with like the highest ERA in recorded history of the MLB. <laughs> but what are you going to do, man? It's the Redbirds. you got to love them. I think you really, really do, yeah, if you live within a like 50-mile radius. Yeah. 
Are you a baseball fan at all, or kind of just kind of sort of? Yeah. I, I follow it just because everybody else does, basically. So I, I I keep it for like a talking point, so I can at least know a little bit to mm. chime in with some small talk, basically. Did you play it growing up? Uh, just barely. Uh, we did t-ball and then did a little bit of baseball for like two years. Played maybe. like coach pitch. Never got to like kid pitch. Right. Yeah. Okay. See, that's my theory on baseball. Is that all of us who were forced to play it up until like a certain point? Mm-hmm. Like we just kind of like ba- it's like Stockholm syndrome. We just oh, okay. like yeah, no fucking baseball's awesome, but yeah. like we know that it's slow and it's so boring. So you, you were you you played? Yes, no, no I played till I was like fourteen. Oh, okay, and then uh, I was a pitcher. Huh. Not right. not a belly itcher. No. Oh, okay. No, but I I was uh, a broken ladder, not a batter. I, I will admit that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> first step is admitting it that although I, I will admit that is something fun to do um is just like on like a summer day if i got nothing else to do and i'm by myself i totally go to the batting cages really oh yeah it's just fun man hmm. i mean you can't drink there you got to kind of hide your booze but like me if, if you're like me you hide that booze and then you just start cranking fucking balls all day it's just a lot of fun probably would be fun to try no i'm a baseball fan it's my third favorite sport it's like hockey, football, then baseball. Okay. I'm like, I understand why people don't like it. So I, I don't force people to watch baseball. Yeah. I, I watch it by myself usually or like at a bar with other people who give a fuck about baseball. Like, I think I've only forced Emma to watch like three games because so, okay. she gets so bored of it. And it's not her fault. I, I know she does. <laughs> Hell, it I'm is thinking. a fun atmosphere. Though. <clears throat> I do like going to the games. You know what's really funny? I almost prefer watching it at home. Well, like, we get uh, tickets to one game a year from her work. Oh, yeah. And we have yet to sit through the whole game yet. <laughs> Every time that we've gone, they're just beginning to, like, shellacked. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll be down by, like, five runs in the seventh inning. And so, like, me and her and her boss and whoever her boss brought with him, we'll just go find a bar. We'll just fucking leave and go to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baseball, man. I was excited. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the, uh, oh, God, I guess it was, like, last year, maybe two years ago. The like petition Ozzy Smith was sending around for like the city of St. Louis. No, he was trying to get opening day declared a national holiday so nobody had to work. Nice, which to be fair is probably smart to do in St. Louis because there's a lot of people getting sick tomorrow. I can guarantee that. Oh, yeah, and had to reschedule because of today. Missed you, buddy. You did, yeah, I did. it has been a while. Yeah, we didn't but... actually text as much this week as we usually do. Yeah, no, it's been kind of a god. I had a fucking wild weekend last weekend, Jesus mm. Christ. I was on baby duty twice. Oh. Friday was the worst one because me and Emma had like, like I already had to work an hour late because some other people who were working with me fucked up. Okay. So I stayed an hour late to cover their asses. Got home, really wanted to get a beer. Really wanted a Guinness is what I wanted. So we went up to uh, Pump House, which is a good bar. There's mm-hmm. a free little plug for Pump House over there in Wood River. All right. Ran into Pump House's biggest problem, which is their parking lot, because their parking is just shit. Yeah. And, like, everything was full. Oh, yeah. So we just kept driving. It is nice that they paved it, though. Like, it's better than the rocks. It helps a little bit, but they need to just buy up that fucking busted-ass place next to them and fucking pave that into a full parking lot, because there's nowhere to park in that fucking bar. And it's a great bar. It is. Uh, And it's always busy. Like, they should start saving up, because they could afford it properly. I mean, hell, me and you you and her went there, was it, like a Sunday, like at 11, and there was Mm -hmm. still, like, nine or ten people in there. Yeah. Like, they just opened. There was already, like, nine nine or ten people in there, man. Like, you're doing business. Fucking open that parking lot up, dog. Yeah. Uh, So, tried to go there. Way too full. So, I couldn't get my Guinness. 
Instead, we, we went back to the Legion by my house. Okay. And, uh, you know, just drinking beers, hanging out, having a good time. And now it's like, it was about 9.30 or so. And um, somewhat lit, not fully lit, like not even close. Like, I'd, I'd call it halfway tipsy. You know what okay. I mean? Loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think loose is a good word for it. And we were just kind of like, well, fuck it. Let's just go back home and, like, we'll get, like, a 12-pack of beer or something like that. And then uh, we'll go home and we'll watch, like, YouTube videos or something. Just kind of laugh around and just have a good time and relax. And then my dad calls me, like, 20 minutes later. He's babysitting my nephew. He's been up since midnight. And he has no idea what to do. The kid will not stop crying. And I was like, fuck. All right, I'm coming over. So me and her go over there quiet the kid down immediately and then I tell my dad to go home and get some sleep because he's been up for like almost 24 hours at this point mm-hmm. I'm like go home go to bed uh, my little brother doesn't get home until 6 in the morning so we ended up like maybe getting 2 or 3 hours of sleep that night Jeez. and then uh, the next day was, uh, it was Zabel's birthday well it was Zabel's birthday gathering his birthday was like that Wednesday or whatever mm-hmm. so we ended up staying up late that night too so like it was a fucking busy weekend man yeah You've been having a lot of those. I know. And then all of April is fucked. Like, oh, I have yeah, something yeah. to do every month of April. Granted, I'm happy to do all of them. It's going to be fun. It's like D&D and, like, Daniel and Rachel's wedding, and I'm super happy to be a part of it, and I love them very much. But fuck me. I want, like, a little bit of time to myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. They don't mm. listen to this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I would also assume that they know I'm joking. They've known me for, like, fuck, Rachel's known me for probably over a decade at this point. Yeah, oh yeah, we've known each other over a decade. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, Rachel knew me like two years before you knew me, so it's been a while. Okay. So they would know that I'm fucking around. But yeah, no, I'm like, I might have to take like a sabbatical in uh, May, just be like, hey everybody, I'm gonna, nobody call me for three days, I'm gonna go home. (laughs) Well, the first week of May, I am on vacation, so you'll have a break from the podcast at least. Unless you just want to break in and record something yourself, you and Emma. I might. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get her on the mic. She never wants to get on there. Yeah. There you like, go. Maybe that'd be a good way to ease her in. She's like, well, I don't sound good. Yeah. She thinks she has a speech impediment. Really? Yeah, I know. I, I, exactly. Huh. She's. Has she listened to you? Ow. <laughs> Why? Why? Because I can never find English words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's my, my mother tongue, the only mm-hmm. language that I know. and I've, I... I've been getting pretty good at editing that, though. It sounds pretty smooth. You, <laughs> you gotta... should just keep them in. I don't even care. <laughs> You should keep them in, because then I can't make, like, callback jokes to the fact that I can never find the right fucking word. That's true. All right, alternate edits. We'll start throwing them out there. Well, I used to have a really bad stutter when I was younger. Hmm. It's gotten better. I still, like, stutter every now and then. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's, like, part of the reason I can never find the right word, because, like, my brain's running 500 miles an hour and my mouth's running 100 miles an hour. So it's like, Ehh. Just saying. Mine both run at, like, five. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> because you're the human e- equivalent of Eeyore. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm not, de- I'm not depressing. Come on. Welcome I have to a good the time. A to Z. <laughs> you just on Prozac the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, jingle. It's not the ice for my uh, uh, cup. It's your Prozac bottle. Mm-hmm. You're popping those to put up with me the whole time. Yep. Slamming them like spar- Smarties. Spar- Smarties. Yeah. Yeah, called you out that time. Mm-hmm. How'd that feel? Not good. Yeah, I'm good. Crying on the inside now. Good. I'm glad. No, I inside. am your. Luckily, this Prozac re. <laughs> this Nobody cares. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Do you remember Winnie the Pooh? How cool is that shit? Oh yeah, yeah. 
I was super into that when I was little. When I was like three. Hmm. I didn't have a choice because my Aunt Carrie was super into it, so she just made me like it. Gotcha. They had a cool like Halloween episode, though, the like, Heffalump movie mm-hmm. or whatever. That was actually not a bad little Halloween special. Yeah. I've seen worse. Oh, yeah. Definitely seen worse. Nothing's going to beat the Haunted Mask, though, from the fucking uh, Goosebumps. Hmm. You don't watch Goosebumps, dog? Mm-hmm. Oh, Goosebumps was the shit. I've read a few of the books, but I, I never saw the show. Yeah, the TV show was awesome. They had um, the Haunted Mask and the Haunted Mask 2. It was pretty fucking good. I had it on VHS. I used to watch it like when it was on Halloween. Oh yeah. My my parents used to get mad at me for that mm-hmm. for watching like scary movies in when it wasn't Halloween time. Just because yeah. I've just always been into that kind of. I, I just like horror films. And so you know, when you're eight years old, Goosebumps counts as a horror film for you. Yeah. Uh, especially when you when you're seven, your grandma's making you watch fucking Candyman and mm-hmm. it. <laughs> because I'm Jane the shit out of you. Yeah, because Jane is a psychopath. Great. And we love her for it. She's a fucking wonderful grandmother. She yeah. turned me into the man that I am today. She called me a pussy one time for not drinking. It was hilarious. It was Easter like four or five years ago. Actually, mm-hmm. it was probably like six years ago because I don't think me and Emma were together. So it was like Easter like six years ago. Mm-hmm. And she showed up. It was 11 a.m. It was Easter. We were all going to have dinner together. I had gone out the night before and was like super hungover. Mm-hmm. And she bought a 24-pack tw- of beer. And then she's got it in her cooler, got the ice on it already. And so she cracks one. And she's like, anybody else want one? And everybody's like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, what about you, Zach? And I was like, I don't really feel good, Grandma, to be honest with you. I'm pretty hungover. She goes, fucking pussy. And I was like, fuck, get, give me the beer. God damn it. This will not have my idea. Yeah, and then me and my grandma split a 24-pack. So. She probably drank 15 of them. God, just about. <laughs> that, that woman is crazy. What's really funny is that beer is nothing to her because she's usually drinking like fucking Johnny Walker. Oh shit! Yeah. She likes her fucking whiskey. Mm. And then she's like, oh, you know, it's it's only eleven in the morning and all the kids are here. I'll take something soft and she just cracks a beer. <laughs> fucking psycho, love her. She's a crazy woman. She's the best. Also, kind of scares me. Yeah. Can definitely kick my ass. Still, one hundred percent. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely still. Oh. Probably even more now. Oh okay. Yeah, she's been drinking for the last like ten years. It's fucking. She doesn't even feel pain anymore. I I I can't put her down. There's no fucking way. She's like Jason Bourne. <laughs> Beat me with a phone book. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just picturing you like running down the stairs, and she just flips over the staircase and like lands on you. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Jason Bourne music. They're like. <laughs> She grabs an antique vase. You said vase. What the fuck were we talking about? How did we get to this? I'm not real sure. <clears throat> You're usually the one that drags us back, yeah. back on topic. No, I kind of lost I remember it. Where we, yeah. I, w- I went through a lot of ones there. The last thing I can remember was talking about opening day. Mm-hmm. You want to hear a joke? Mm, probably not from you. You want to just move on then? No, tell your joke. You want to. Okay, so this moth walks into a podiatrist office, right? Okay. And he goes, uh, Doc, uh, I don't know what to do anymore. My my life just, every day is just the same thing. It's just this gray, sad, empty life that I live. You know, my... Uh, my wife, she doesn't love me anymore. I know she doesn't. She probably wishes I was dead. Um, 
my kids. I got two kids, my son. I did my best to put him through college and make sure he'd have a good life and get a good job and everything. And all he wants to do is paint and fight the system. He goes, my uh, daughter, she's the whore that her mother used to be at this point. But now, I mean, I don't even know what's happening. She's just trying to get back at me and slaving away 40 hours a week trying to make money for this dickhead that I work for and you know he doesn't even throw me anything I can barely get a day off to go to the doctor to check on myself and it's just all the same sadness every day and and the only thing that keeps me from grabbing that gun on my night table and putting it in my mouth is just that I think I'm just too weak to even do it I don't even know what my existence is anymore and the podiatrist you know kind of looks around he's like oh geez uh um i mean you you definitely got problems there moth but uh you know i think you need a psychologist or a psychiatrist or something he's like i don't i'm I'm a podiatrist i don't really know what i can do for you i'm not even sure why you came in here in the first place and then moth goes oh well i mean the light was on That was the last recording. (laughs) Yeah, we made it 29 episodes. That's pretty good. Andrew would hang himself shortly (laughs) after this recording. I was really starting to relate to the moth there. I mean, There, there you go, guys. There's the joke break. Okay. And then uh, I guess we'll take a quick, quick break and we'll jump into some topics. Oh, that sound? Sounds great. So you're saying it's topic time? I think it's topic time. Mm-hmm. A little light this week, so you'll be happy. Cool. Although a couple of them could go kind of deep. So we're going to start. I already tweeted you before about this high school that did an alien yeah. for their school play. And I believe your tweet was something like, what the fuck, how rich is this school? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. So I did find an article. Now it's come out that Sigourney Weaver, James Cameron, and Ridley Scott have all written these guys' letters congratulating them on their (laughs) amazing alien performance, apparently. Excellent. So that was really cool. But in the article, they break it down. There was a small cast of intricate props and a detailed recreation of a xenomorph suit. The students were able to make a successful adaptation from mostly donated and recycled materials and a $3,500 budget. Jesus. So that seems like a lot for a high school play. I yeah, it gonna... seems like a lot to me, for sure. Okay, I was going to say, like, your your plays that you did, those were not $3,500 budgets. Probably. I don't think we had any money whatsoever. I <laughs> okay. was I choreographed our senior year fucking play. That's huh? how much. Oh, that's really? how little money we had. You... I was the choreographer. <laughs> okay. All right, so I thought that was weird. I just wanted to... I just it, it just irritates me because these guys get get to do fucking Alien the musical for their high school, mm-hmm. and we had to like just pick out from a hat. It was like Guys and Dolls or Oklahoma or fucking whatever other fucking basic ass high school musical there is out there. High School Musical. No. Oh. No, that was far too new oh, okay. for our old ass uh, director, who was <laughs> I mean a very sweet lady, but she was just not into like new theater. Mm. I did my best. I. I begged her to let us do singing, singing in the rain my senior year. Really? I wanted to do it so bad. That's like my favorite musical of all time. But you couldn't afford the rain machine. No, it was more the fact that I was the only one who knew how to tap dance. Oh. And so she's like, that's literally what she said. She goes, Zach, you're the only one who, who can tap dance. I was like, I'll teach the other two. Like, it's not that hard. It'll be fine. 
Like I, I already knew who was going to play, uh, you know, the main girl. Okay. And then Grant Tracy was going to play uh, the main guy, because all I wanted to do was be Cosmo. Oh, you were going to do the make him laugh. I just wanted to make him laugh so bad. That's all I wanted. I begged that woman. She said no, and then we did fucking Oklahoma. Just it's just it's so fucking. And then I choreographed it. There's dancing in Oklahoma. There's a lot of dancing in Oklahoma. Mostly it's like square dancing and shit like that. But still, it it is still dancing that I had to fucking make. While also playing the Persian peddler who I didn't want to fucking play. Wow, okay. It was two reasons why I played the Persian peddler. Uh, One, I was the only male in our class who could do an accent that wasn't exceptionally offensive. And two, the other guy who played Will, who I was kind of hoping to get in uh, Oklahoma, because at least that would have been fun, because he's the male dance lead. Okay. And I assume that's just what I was going to get, because I was the only male who knew how to dance. Mm-hmm. The guy who got it went into his uh, uh, audition and said if he didn't get Will, he wasn't going to do the role at all. And we were so low on guys that they gave it to him. Wow. And they literally told me that, and they're like, oh, by the way, would you mind choreographing it? at all and i was like are you he can't dance so could you teach him kid? yeah how to take your part yeah we're we're gonna give him your part because we're so low on guys can you teach him how to do your part at all and i was like i fucking hate theater so goddamn much <laughs> so there's a persian guy who lives in oklahoma yeah he's the oh. peddler he's the one who's banging uh or trying to bang uh the guy the girl who will is also trying to bang uh, what's her name? Like Gertie or what something like that. What is this play about? I thought it was just a bunch of farmers out in it is. bumfuck Egypt, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. And you're in Egypt, so there's a Persian. Oh, there we go. Now it makes sense. <laughs> and he's selling shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying? <laughs> That's how I should have played it. That was amazing. <laughs> the funniest thing is that they were like, can you get some, uh, like, use darker foundation for it? Because, you know, I'm very white. Because mm-hmm. I'm very... I'm, Irish. I'm fairly pasty. Right. Yeah. They're like, you can use a little bit darker foundation to make yourself look more personal. I was like, we're getting into kind of a black face here. Like, <laughs> I literally, one of the nights for our dress rehearsals, I, I put myself in uh, blackface just to piss off the director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't do anything fun like this. It was yeah. like, there's like a five musical rotation for pretty much every Midwestern high school around here. Midwestern public high school. There are mm-hmm. theater schools around here that will do actual good plays. So it's like Oklahoma, Guys and Dolls, The Music Man. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what other ones would they well, probably do. I was in Greece and Hello Dolly, so those are probably... Greece and Hello Dolly would probably be in there. Greece, though, is even kind of on the cusp. Because oh, yeah. every now and then they're like, well, I don't know if I want to do Greece because we got to get like a fake car to somehow put up there and like make uh, rock and roll sounds. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you're lucky, you might get uh, fucking Pirates of Penzance, which I actually enjoy a lot. Have you heard of that? Oh, it's got a great. If we'd have done Pirates, like, all I would have wanted to do is be the uh, modern Persian major. peddler. No, <laughs> I, I I wanted to be the modern major general. That's what I wanted to be because he's got a fucking fun song. And then I'll show you the the Persian peddler in Mass Effect Two. Yes, that's right. I'm going back to Mass Effect. There is a bit between you. And Morden Solis, where he sings a song, because he talks about being in a musical theater at one point, whenever you get into his backstory. Okay. He sings a song that is a spoof of the modern Major General. So, that's right. I was still able to make this go back to Mass Effect. What do you think about that? Neat. Yeah. You, you, you let him die, didn't you? you I did. Like, I certainly didn't do his backstory. I don't know if he was dead at that point or not. He's but... so cool. He's a fucking great character. Mm-hmm. Did you let him die in the second one or the third one? That's why I'm wondering now. I don't know. 
Because if you tell me, I think it was the third one. If you took the, did you take the renegade action on on the third one? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He oh. he's not gonna discover the cure. You for the shot him age. in the back. Yeah, yeah, you're. He was a. He trusted you. He thought he shouldn't he, have. You're a son of. A, I don't know how you do that. It's that. fun. It's oh. so unlike me. That's. I, I want to find out what it would be like to be anti Andrew. Oh my god, that's so. Even I wouldn't do that in real life. That's so bad. I couldn't shoot like a close friend of mine in the back. Mm-hmm. At least look him in the eye. Really. Yeah. Hmm. God, what is wrong with you? How do you live with yourself after that? You didn't want to immediately turn the fucking uh, game off? No. Whenever he's, like, crawling, and he's just been fucking betrayed by what he thought was one of his closest friends, and mm-hmm. he's crawling, still trying to get to release the, the, cure, the cure for the genophage, yeah. mm-hmm. and you, you felt nothing towards that. No. Did you just have no connection to any of those characters? I mean, the aura. That was it, huh? Yeah, basically. And she's basically, you know, she's the shadow broker, so she's kind of heartless also. What about Garrus? Yeah, we have moments. That's your best bro. Yeah. He's always got your back. He really does, even when you turn evil. Like, he doesn't really... You're a real son of a bitch, you know yeah. that? Well, I mean, I do some renegade actions. Andrew not... Shepard is a bad motherfucker. That is fucked up, yeah. man. He's not a bad mother. He's just a little evil son of a bitch. Zachary Shepard would fuck his ass up. I don't think so. Oh, no, he definitely would. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no, because I was strong biotics and shotguns. I'd have blinked right in next to you and blown your fucking ass out. A hundred percent. And then me and my girlfriend, Tally, would have walked away. You're fucking wrong for not romancing Tally, just so you know. My only regret is I couldn't kill her. Directly. I don't like how she dies in the third one, if you let her. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that an option? Okay, I didn't know. I, oh, still haven't, I still haven't beat the third one, so. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a, she basically commits suicide and jumps off a cliff. Oh, neat. You're a son of a bitch. You're a real son of a bitch. You know who else is kind of fun to romance in Mass Effect? Hmm. You romance her in Mass Effect 2. You romance Jack. Oh, yeah, the Yeah, the with, like, the shave head, the yeah. little crazy, I mean, she's, like, the tank girl of Mass Effect. Yeah, she, like, set her... Insane Asylum on Fire or something. Yeah, and then, let's be honest, she's right up my fucking alley. But it's fun, because one of the side missions of Mass Effect 3 is she's at a biotic school teaching, like, Alliance kids how to, like, use their biotics and stuff. And if you romance her, you have this fun little moment where, like, they're talking about tattoos, and she's like, maybe I should get that N7 tattoo, take it off my ass, and you can be like, nah, you should keep that. Because, like, you guys fucked. Uh So she got that for you, because you were an N7. So, I don't know if you're aware of that. But, I was, yeah. Okay. I kind of want to get an N7 tattoo, to be honest with you. I'm going to get it on my let's ass. Let's do it now. right now. Fuck yeah, let's do it right now. Are you kidding me? I'm fucking 100% down for that. Damn. No, my uh, next one's going to be my... Uh, I, I've already decided. My next tattoo is 100% going to be my Dark Tower tattoo that I'm going to get. Hmm. The Crimson the, King's eye. No, I'm going to get the Sign of Eld. Right here. Right on my forearm. Mm-hmm. Put the Sign of Eld on there, because I like that. And, like, I see a lot of tattoos. Like, a lot of people will get the Crimson King's Eye. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will get the symbol of Ka. Really? Yeah. I, I see that. that one a lot. Like, you know, like, you'll look at, like, the Ka symbol. It'll be like, go, then, there are other worlds in these and mm-hmm. stuff. So I just want to get, like, the line of Eld, because I haven't seen that one yet. So I just want to get the sign okay. of Eld right there on my arm. I think that'll be a fun tattoo. Yeah. And it looks cool. Yeah, we should totally get tattoos. You need to get a tattoo. I know. I'm way behind. You 100% need to get a tattoo. Can I pick it? Well, you say, can I draw it? No, I want to pick I it. I don't want you to draw it. No, I'm going to pick your tattoo. Okay. 
I'm going to get Tally's face on your back. Hmm. <laughs> she doesn't have a face. You're going to get her mask? Is that what you mean? She has a face. You can see it in Mass Effect so. 3. She I takes her mask so. off because whenever you romance her. Don't, yeah. What do you mean you don't think so? I don't believe you. How dare you? That is my girlfriend you're talking about. I was hoping Emma was going to speak up. There was going to be really good comedic timing there. Mm-hmm. But... What? No, you lost yeah. her. Yeah, she said what? <laughs> She's not even <laughs> listening to this fucking podcast. She will later. Yeah. Well, see, that's what she always says. She's like, well, yeah, no, I always listen to the final edit to refresh myself so I can uh, know what to put in the tweets and everything. I'm like, no, it's because you don't fucking pay attention to anything that we say during the podcast. <laughs> well, it is kind of hard to follow sometimes. We get lost ourselves. That so. is true. Yeah, we got lost earlier this uh, episode. Yeah, well, I mean, just now even, too. Like, <clears throat> we went from Alien to Mass Effect, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. No, I mean, but... there, are, there are aliens in Mass Effect. That's true. We can move on to other movie news, though. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this story. I did. Okay. We've got a voice for Chucky now for Child's Play, the reboot. Oh, yeah. It's your boy Mark. It's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Greatest Joker ever. Yeah. Now he's going to be a killer doll. Like, that's not too far of a stretch. I mean, he's a fantastic voice actor, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you not? So, yeah, we really might have to give this a legit chance. Like, we were going to watch it anyway. Oh, but, yeah, no, I was But now it's like, well, it. we might actually enjoy watching what it. What if he just, just does the Joker voice? <laughs> I'd be so happy if he did that. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm totally, this is the greatest movie ever. Everybody kills like a second dick. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, a fan, of, you're a fan of the lead, right? Isn't that... Oh, Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. I mean, fan is a soft word for it. Okay. Obsessed is a stronger word, I think. Gotcha. <laughs> She's uh, a beautiful woman who is a fantastic actor and was great in Parks and Rec. So. She's, she seems cool. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, do we have a date for this date? We do. June 21st. Right on. Is that one. Okay. That should be fun. Mm, that last bit of movie news. Did you watch the, the teaser trailer already? Of course not. All right, so I'm going to subject you to that then. Okay, we're going to watch the teaser trailer of Joker mm-hmm. uh, with Walking The Fans. Joker. So here we go. It, it just says Joker on the title, though. So oh, okay. maybe you should read what the fuck you're showing me. What are your thoughts? It's very stylistically shot. It looks like a fun shoot. It's it's Joker. His name is Arthur Fleck, so now you got that for your canon. You want to go to the next topic? Or? <laughs> yeah, I do, because the next one is... Uh, I mean, holy... F- this is titled, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. How the teaser trailer makes the iconic villain more like Batman. You want to read it or you want me to? I think I figured it out. Uh-huh. What this movie is, is someone realizes that I would be a good Joker, so now they're making my brain snap in the way that I'm going to fucking poison the water reservoir in about six months. That's what's going to fucking happen. This is fucking ridiculous. He's not supposed to be more like... Like, the whole point is that they're, like, the opposites, where he's the grim hero and he's the funny villain. Like, it, it... how do you miss that? That's literally like, I was nine years old. I figured that fucking out watching the Batman, the animated series. Like, oh. this looks fucking atrocious. I'm going to have to go see it, which makes me even fucking angry. I'm going to try to illegally download it online so I don't have to fucking pay money to it. <laughs> Anyone who is excited about this film, 
doesn't give a fuck about the Joker. Also, this is a bit of a nitpick, so maybe I'm just being an asshole here. Mm-hmm. It says Arkham State Hospital that he's walking to there. It did, yeah. Yeah. Arkham's not a state. Arkham was a man. It was Amadeus Arkham, and he made a mental institution. Well, in your Arkham timeline. Arkham State. In your timeline. Yeah, no, of, of course. I mean, it's it's it doesn't matter if I like it or not. It's not about the fans. It's about Walking Phoenix. Judging from this trailer, it appears Phillips is essentially making the Joker equivalent of Batman Year One, does it? That seminal origin story explored what happened when Bruce Wayne returned to Gotham after years of wandering the globe and training himself to become the ultimate crime fighter. But rather than returning to his city as a fully formed superhero, Bruce still had a few hurdles to overcome. Yeah, Batman Year One is one of uh, my favorite stories written of the Batman. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, he didn't know how to channel his skills into something meaningful. No, he didn't know how to strike fear, is what it was. But I'm sure the writer of this didn't read the comic, so it doesn't matter. He hadn't yet arrived at the notion of dressing like a bat and striking fear into the hearts of criminals. And even after donning the Batman costume, Bruce still has a lot to learn. This appears to be the same struggle Arthur Fleck is undergoing in this movie. He too seems to be a man convinced that a grand destiny lies before him. But no way of realizing his ambition. It, it, Batman didn't think it was a grand destiny. It was a fucking crusade. It, he's the caped crusader. That is the whole point. It's not that he is special. It's that he's making himself special. To... <laughs> the trailer paints the portrait of a lonely man raised to believe it's his destiny to make the world laugh, yet who finds nothing but rejection and contempt wherever he turns. There's a dark side that's been festering for years, just as Bruce Wayne's childhood's trauma eventually births the Batman. But just as Bruce required years of training and soul-searching before becoming Batman, Arthur has a long journey before his vision of the Joker truly takes shape. Is it that long of a journey? Because apparently it happens at the end of this fucking film. So, would you really consider it that long? Because Batman Year Year One doesn't really go from, here's Batman as a boy when his parents get shot, and then here he is coming back to Gotham. It's like him midway through that it's literally the opening panels of year one is him coming back to gotham oh, really? so that's already happened hmm. so already this guy's an asshole the trailer alone is enough to showcase the nuance phoenix is bringing to the role really there's some nuance there because i missed it through all the uh, crazy laughter and the bullshit face paint as arthur fleck phoenix is withdrawn and isolated Clearly a man trying to make his way through the world while making as few ripples as possible. Where did you get that from? Because I just watched the same fucking trailer. I didn't see that. <laughs> did you see that? You watched the trailer as well. Yeah. I, don't... I do agree that he he acts differently when he's out of the makeup, but I don't know that he's withdrawn and isolated. In clown form, Phoenix is more liberated and confident. We can see in this footage how Arthur continues to refine his Joker costume and how he grows steadily more dangerous and unhinged as his creation begins to consume him. First off, he was laughing uncontrollably out loud without Joker makeup on in the fucking comedy club, whatever the fuck that was. I'm not even fucking happy for that. That's going to be some failed comedian. This, I, They're trying to make me the fucking Joker. I get it. Uh, the Joker isn't the inhuman force of nature he eventually becomes. That's not what the Joker has ever been. Instead, he's more a creepy loner workshopping his performance art. In that way, Batman and Joker are becoming more alike than ever. 
Batman wasn't born overnight. See, just he like was you an said. idea. He was never an idea. He was an idea that began with the death of the Waynes and took time and training to become reality. That's the same for the Joker in this origin film. Only through trial and error and practice can Arthur Fleck perfect his ultimate creation. Like Bruce Wayne becoming Batman. Okay, there we go. Another thing. As has been said in several different Batman origin comics and just Batman stories, Bruce Wayne became Batman that day in the alley when he was eight years old. Bruce Wayne is the mask that he wears. He is always Batman. That is literally line for line an exact quote from, I forget, I think it was actually from one of the Justice League comics that then it became one of the cartoons where he says, I became Batman that day in the alley with my parents. That's when he decided to be Batman was right then. Hmm. That's when Batman was created. Right. He trained himself and learned to become Batman, but that's when Batman was created was right there. Look at this line in the trailer. What kind of coward would do something that cold-blooded someone who hides behind a mask? Are they talking about Batman or the joke? They're clearly talking about Batman. That is obviously what it's going to be. It's, again, stolen from Batman Year One. Also stolen from the 1989 Tim Burton Batman flick where it's like, oh, when did they get a load of me? That's what they're going for. They're going to do the same fucking scene. I already know it. In another classic graphic novel, Batman the Killing Joke, which is a good, uh, very good uh, graphic novel, Joker insists that it only takes one bad day to drive an ordinary person to madness and create a new Joker. But in the Joker movie, it turns out that's not the case at all. Also, in Batman the Killing Joke, the Joker says that if he has a a past, it's multiple choice. So, making an origin story of the Joker is already shitting on that. (laughs) So, that movie is gonna fucking be atrocious, and every fucking hipstery... Oh, it's going to make money. You know it is. Oh, it's going to make so much fucking money. I'm going to get so many fucking tweets and being like, I saw it. I thought it was really good. How can you not like it? And then I'm going to have to dig in super deep. I'll be doing fucking nine tweet long fucking threads showing people how they're fucking wrong about this. This movie sucks. I am already over it. And I am super sober right now. I literally got sober from my anger from that fucking trailer. That trailer was atrocious. I am already over it. Joaquin Phoenix has always sucked and will continue to suck. Moving on to some video game news. So he called it last week. You didn't tell me how you felt about it, by the way. You didn't really give me an answer. I mean, there's really such a teaser, so it's hard to really... Yeah, but what do you think? As somebody who's just like kind of a passing Batman fan. It seems to hit a lot of the points of the Joker still. The madness and the, the descent into it. Which Joker are we talking about? From the comics. You think so? The ones I've read. Okay, fair. I just feel like this is going to be one of those, like, you remember how the Dark Knight came out and then all of a sudden everybody was a Batman fan? And then you ask him any questions, it's all from the, like, the Dark Knight movie uh, uh, cinema history, like that kind of shit? Yeah. That's what this feels like. Like, this is the origin story of Heath Ledger's Joker, not... The Joker. Yeah, I can see that. That's what it feels like to me, which is what irritates me about it. Because I've dedicated 20-something years of my life to these comics and cartoons and movies, and I like all bits of it. And then when you just like, no, this is the origin, this is how it happened, this is what it's, what's important, mm-hmm. that irritates the fuck out of me. So, yeah, all right, go ahead. So I don't know if you saw the cover yet. We were joking about it last week for Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. They actually... Uh... Kept it kind of safe. 
They're kind of mocking the uh, the classic Jesus pictures. Yeah, he looks yeah. like the Virgin Mary. Uh-huh. It's kind of funny. <laughs> he's just holding up three fingers. And there's just like a crown of guns around him. Mm-hmm. They're promising <laughs> over a billion gun combinations this time. Mm. They, uh, they've got some new ones that they showed in the trailer. It's got a... I know one of it is like a walking turret. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen that. The that, gun, yeah. Yeah, everybody's super excited about that. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite memes about it, where it's like, every, everybody's gangster until the guns start walking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's going to look pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I mean, I like Borderlands, obviously. I, mm. Everybody likes Borderlands. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. Good, good, good. September good. 13th. I know that it's it's supposed to be an like an Epic Store exclusive at first, when it first comes out or something like uh, that. For PC. If you're playing for... on PC, you have to get it through the Epic Store. Oh, okay. Have you heard of oh. Dead by Daylight? I think I own it, actually. It was oh, really? one of the PS4 like free games a oh, while back. Okay. Well, they're going to be getting a DLC pack. Uh, actually, they already got it. Oh, yeah. days ago. Yeah, it came out April 2nd. Uh, for Evil Dead's Ash. I'm in. Yeah. So they actually got Bruce Campbell. He recorded all the dialogue for it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's fucking amazing. Funny. We'll play that real quick. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's, let's watch something to make me not angry. Bruce is just oh, the best. God, he is, I mean, probably my hero, I assume, I think is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like we're getting an Ash versus the Evil Dead Ash? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. There's nothing wrong with that. They fully modeled it after the character and everything, so. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, because there's, you know, there's different iterations of Ash. For sure. So, yeah, this looks to me to be a uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead Ash, mm-hmm. not like a Army of Darkness right. Ash or something like that. Because Army of Darkness Ash also had, like, the gauntlet. He did, but, but his was like it was like an actual like armor gauntlet that, mm-hmm. through the magic of the movie, was able to work <laughs> through Sam Raimi magic somehow worked his hands. Has one of my favorite lines ever, where he like crushes the god was like groovy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm super excited for this. The only problem will be anytime I'm playing this game and I don't get to play. Like I, I hope there's not a limit on how many survivors can be uh, Ash, because if there is, anytime I don't get to be Ash, I'm just gonna drop out of the game and go find another one. <laughs> Like 100%. That's how I work. So, this is amazing. And I'm almost positive I... It was either one of the free games on PS Plus or I bought it for $5 for like a flash sale that was going on. Okay. Either way, I'm fairly certain I own it. If I don't, I'm going to go home and buy it tonight anyway. So, yeah. it doesn't matter. But yeah, everybody, get out and buy fucking Dead by Daylight because fucking Ash J. Williams is a motherfucking survivor you can play and if you don't want to be Ash, then you're listening to the wrong fucking oh, God, podcast, yeah. buddy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. If you don't consider him a hero and the greatest man ever, you're wrong. And you need to turn this podcast off. Yeah. And unfollow all of us on Twitter because you don't deserve our comedy. And we had some new Cyberpunk 70, 2077 news. Ooh. I know you're already excited guy. for this. Yeah. CD Projekt Red, dog. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking witcher. That's what's up. So this was really cool. Um, apparently, the creators got pissed off because they were playing some other games over the weekend or something, or like a few months back they were playing games and they kept failing the stealth mission in the game, mm-hmm. and it kept giving them a game over screen. They just couldn't get past it. So they decided that for Cyberpunk, it's never going to give you a game over until you actually die. No shit. So if you fuck up a mission, you fucked up that mission. It's just going to keep going. Ooh. So, yeah, this sounds really neat. No matter so no matter how badly you mess up a mission's objectives, <laughs> there will always be a way to continue playing without having to reload from a checkpoint, provided you don't die. Oh, I like that. According to CD Projekt Red's Quest designer, Philip Weber, he recently spoke with German website GameStar. The development team approached mission design. It's pronounced Goomstar! 
Oh, okay. <laughs> the development team approached mission design with an overarching question. What is the stupidest thing that the player could do? <laughs> with that philosophy in mind, quests have been designed to allow all kinds of player behavior, ensuring that the game never fails players for engaging in unconventional activities. For example, Weber suggests that while protecting an important client, there's nothing stopping you from calling in at a restaurant for a burger. If the client dies while you're getting your fill of food, then the game continues on. Just because you failed the job doesn't mean you fail the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I'm so ready for this fucking game, too, man. It looks yeah. amazing. And they have guaranteed we are going to see more footage of E3 this year. So, mm. Still saying probably not going to release this year. Probably be late yeah, next no, year. Yeah, this will be like a 2020 yeah. for sure. But yeah, the it'll more the more like, I see, the better it looks. Like, I bet you it'll be like April 2020. That's yeah. what I'm guessing the release date's going to be. Which is perfect, because my birthday's in April, so I'll just mm. fucking pre-order the $400 special edition for it, because I'm super excited for this. Yeah. God, this looks like such a fun game. And I it's know. funny, because like, I'm not even into like cyberpunk shit, but yeah. it's just like, because it's CD Projekt Red, and they're, they're the guys who made the Witcher games, and so I just like have nothing but respect and admiration for them, yeah. like... I'm just dead, man. Like, I'm going to play this fucking... I'm going to buy this game immediately. I'm going to play it to my heart's content. I'm going to probably go home and play some uh, Witcher 3, actually. But, uh... You know what's funny? He asked, what's the dumbest thing that the player could do? Hmm. I think the dumbest thing that a player could do would be to cast Walking Phoenix in a Joker origin movie. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are going back to DC. But it's a lot better news. You're going to be excited for this one. So... The DC Universe app, which we've been talking about with Titans and everything. Excellent. They're uh, expanding their comic book library. You know, we've mentioned before how they got some different ones now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually going to give full access to DC's comic book library. Uh, full access is in full access? Essentially, any DC digital comic older than 12 months will be available to read on the app. It adds thousands of classic comics coming later this month. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> mm. Mm. I've never been this happy. Yep. The expansion oh, to thousands of titles was our first step in our goal to deliver on that request to provide DC Universe members full access to the pantheon of DC's epic superhero stories. You fucking, you know what? You won me over. I don't care how much Titan sucks. You won me over. The only thing that can make me angry right now mm -hmm. is if you were to cast Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in a Joker origin movie. Well, that would never happen. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, this is a mate. Like, I don't care how much this can cost a hundred dollars a month, and I will one hundred percent pay for it. Are you yeah. kidding me? I'll sell my fucking house to have this. Yeah, you have access to the DC fucking library, all of them, yeah. just all of them. Yeah, older than twelve months. Yeah, right. Older than. And then they months. said it'll it'll update each month. You'll get the, oh, the you'll you'll continually be a year behind, basically. But you'll that. keep getting new stuff. That's yeah. really smart too, because then that keeps the like the live shit oh, going yeah. too. Like, so you're gonna have to go. Oh, I like this arc. Let me find out that. what's actually going on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I like. Oh my god. I'm, this is this might be the happiest I've ever been on this podcast. To be honest, like 100. percent Yeah. This is amazing. This is this podcast is gonna end. This is all I'm gonna be doing from now on. I'm <laughs> I gonna be in my room with yeah. my phone on a charger, just mm -hmm. reading like every DC comic that I haven't read yet. It's like, yes, I know it all now. <laughs> no one can ever question me. <laughs> and then announced alongside this was the premiere date for Swamp Thing Ooh. coming through the DC Universe so it's going to be coming out on May 31st and we got some more details on it that really making it sound pretty cool man I'm very excited for this 
So the series is going to follow Abby Arcane. There you go. As she investigates what seems to be a deadly swamp-borne virus in a small town in Louisiana, only to soon discover that the swamp holds mystical and terrifying secrets. Horror underpinnings are expected of the series from executive producers James Wan, who's from the Saw series, oh, and yeah. Conjuring. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, he's awesome. Uh, Mark Verheiden, Gary Doberman, Michael Clear, and Lynn Wiseman. So, executive producer Mark Verheiden gave us a hint about the tone of the show during the WonderCon panel. The overall vibe is we want to scare the living hell out of you. This is Swamp Thing is scary. This is Swamp Thing in a grim southern town, he teased. We're going to bring you some very frightening things, but on top of that, we're telling a Beauty and the Beast-ish love story between (gasps) Abby Arcane and Swamp Thing. They're doing it, man. They're doing what we... Oh, my God, buddy. You're hitting me with such happy topics in a row. I I don't know how to... Oh, I love it. Mm Because, I mean, that literally... I've said it a hundred times on this fucking podcast. That is, in my opinion, the greatest love story written in comics is Abby and fucking Swamp Thing. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And then... It sounds like they're kind of sticking to like almost sort of the first two issues, basically, of the Alan Moore Swamp Thing arc, mm-hmm. and they're turning that into a season. And I'm like, fuck yes, buddy. Do what you got to do. Stretch it out as long as you want. That is written so well. There's yep. so many great things. So how many seasons into it do we get to the point where Abby gets uh, bust to Gotham City oh, and gets man. arrested and then... Uh, well, we know Batman's a killer in the DC. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, Batman just drops down from a helicopter and shoots Swamp Thing in the head. Yeah. And then kills Abby, too. He's like, I fixed it. I've, I've solved the problems. Give me some Roundup. We'll kill these weeds. Well, this is even more good news for you here. While we didn't get a look at Swamp Thing himself, they did reveal a bit about how they're bringing the creature to life. There's actually two men playing the role. Actor Andy Bean plays Alec Holland in human form, okay. and creature performer Derek Bears plays the fully transformed Swamp Thing. Okay. They explained the decision to split the role, saying they didn't want an actor who's not a creature performer to be in makeup and prosthetics in a bodysuit for 13 hours Smart. because it would stifle their performance. Having a creature performer like Bears, he's played horror icons Jason Voorhees and the Predator. Oh, so he's got to be like tall as fuck then, mm-hmm. right? Okay, the take perfect. on the physical aspects of Swamp Thing allows him not only to bring the creature to life like a trained professional can, He's also a towering seven-foot-tall creature, oh, so okay. the six-five right. mirrors is a better physical match to the monster. God, he's like your height. He's mm-hmm. fucking huge. Yeah. I love it. And the producer said the show is a horror-driven drama that is very much grounded in the real world. That way, when supernatural things do happen, they're that much more shocking. If they do the, like, Abby Swamp Thing love story, I can guarantee you I cry during this series. Oh, yeah. Like, 100% I'm going to cry. They said the show would have a lot of Cronenbergian body horror. Yes! So naturally, The Fly was a big inspiration for the show. Oh, I'm so excited for this. They explained how the show uses mostly practical effects, like the blob. In fact, they said the show is 90% practical effects and 10% CGI, largely because they think things are creepier and scarier if they look real. At the end of the day, they want the show to be cool, scary, and packed with lots of gross stuff. Who wrote this? Is this real? Hang on. Yeah, I know. Did you write this just to make me happy for once on the podcast? Yeah, see, I saw all the Joker hate you were getting. I was like, man, I got to turn this around. Is that so, what it was? Because that yeah, was everything. April Fools. That is one thing that I've said about like everything ever. Where, like, mm-hmm. I've always talked about how I love The Fly, and I've talked about how practical effects are far better than CGI because they're real. You can react to yeah. Fuck me. Oh, my God. And it's Swamp Thing. It's the Abby love story. I am... Fuck it. You know what? Titans can suck all at once. <laughs> DC wins. Yeah. The producers cited Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run as the main inspiration for the show. Oh, God. Which showcased Alec Holland's Swamp Thing coming to grips with who and what he is, explored the duality of the character, and ruminated on what it means to be human. 
They said the iconic Swamp Thing number 21, titled The Anatomy Lesson, yes, that's it. That's was the essentially one. the show Bible. Oh my god, fuck me. If you're not familiar with the content of that issue, we don't want to spoil it for you in case the same twist is used in the show, but suffice to say, it became a defining moment for the character that flipped Swamp Thing's world upside down in a profound way by making both Swamp Thing and the reader question the nature of his existence. Let me just, uh, I'm, I'm going to speak to the audience real quick. Mm-hmm. Just, just give me a second. Sure thing, yeah. Uh, everyone listening out there in Podcast Town, if you have yet to read the Alan Moore Swamp Thing run, go on to Amazon, find the uh, trade paperbacks for them. I think they're, I want to say they're about five of them off the top of my head. Is it six? Okay, six. Buy them. I'm telling you, it is one of the greatest written comic book stories that has ever happened. It is amazing. The way that Alan Moore was able to take a character of Swamp Thing, which was like nothing before him, and it is some of the most touching, deep, beautiful, questioning, awakening moments you will ever have reading those. Read all of those. Please read it. For the love of God, read it. It is amazing. It's, there is nothing. It's life-changing. But, it's, so, it's such a good It comic. really is. It's like, I, I mean, I fucking begged you to read it for so long. I, I kept telling you constantly, like, yeah. Farble, you got to read these. They're so fucking good. It's, it's, guys, it's literally, it's almost life-changing in a way where it's, it, it's because Alan Moore as crazy as he is and he is a crazy <laughs> oh, person God, yes. oh. and i love him to no end he can live on my couch for as long as he wants he's a crazy person yeah. but when he writes he fucking writes he does a thing that i talk about constantly i think he's the reason that i get mad about so many other things <laughs> is that alan moore gets handed swamp thing right mm-hmm. swamp thing's got like a 20 year history at this point yeah you know coming back from like early mis- 70s like, yeah. yeah like mystery comics and shit like that mm-hmm. what does he do he writes a totally different story full of Completely emotion different. full of heart full of just great classical beautiful mm-hmm. uh themes and yet still stays within the realm of what was originally set up mm-hmm. he had a respect for the history but wanted to expand it. Yep. That's what does it what, mean to be a monster yes, in the eyes of people? That's what I'm looking for when it comes to writing stories. It's so fucking good, guys. Oh, I don't know what to tell I can't wait till May 31st, dude. Oh, my God. We're going to have to... We're going to have to both call off work. We're yeah. just going to have a day. Absolutely. That's what's going on. Emma can do whatever the fuck she wants. I don't care. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, they got the... Here's the rollout for the rest of the year, so... That comes on May 31st. Uh, we're getting the second half of Young Justice Outsiders in July. Season 2 of Titans will return in the fall. Yeah, we gotta get to that. Animated Harley Quinn series. With I'm excited Jane for Cochran. that one, because I, I watched the trailer for that. It looks mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, that's gonna be late fall. <clears throat> okay. Right and on. then Stargirl is Ooh, early 2020. Really? They're going Stargirl? Yeah, I don't know. Anything. I've never heard of her, but you know what she I looks wonder? pretty nice. <laughs> Fuck her, she does. Jesus Christ, look at this woman. <laughs> She's got... She really doesn't have much ass. I will admit that. Though. Yeah, she needs yeah. to do some more squats. But okay. other than that, nice, nice body on her. Uh-huh. But what I'm really curious about is with this Swamp Thing uh, show. What are the odds we get a Constantine? This is where Constantine comes from. John Constantine was created for the Swamp Thing run mm-hmm. by Alan Moore. I'm wondering if we get a Constantine, and if we do, who plays him? Remember. The original 
inspiration for Constantine was David Bowie. Yeah. So I'm wondering who plays him. Not David Bowie. He's dead. Yeah, probably not. Probably not uh, Keanu Reeves either, sadly. Although that movie wasn't that bad, to be yeah. honest with you. And, I mean, I'm a huge uh, Constantine fan. Yeah. Keanu Reeves played a decent Constantine. He just really didn't have a chance to play, like, what the character was because he's mm. supposed to be, like, a fucking alcoholic asshole the yeah. whole time and shit. And, like, here's the thing. Keanu they cleaned Reeves, it up a bit, yeah. Keanu Reeves is just too nice. He's just such a sweetie. You just can't believe it. That's the one problem I have with the John Wicks movies because you're just like, oh, look at him. He's so mm. cute. And, like, here, he's, like, punching dudes in the throat with a gun mm. and then shooting them in the face. But still, he's so cute. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I'm hoping – I'm really hoping – this first season does really well and everybody likes it. And then the second season, we get a John Constantine. Because I want to see who's going to play a comic book heavy John Constantine. Yeah. Because I love Constantine. He's one of my favorite characters. He's also kind of an avatar for you. Mm, yeah, if I was skinny and attractive and useful. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> then there's a further update here on that another issue, or the other topic that we had. Oh, yeah, this is the big one. Yeah. So, with all the comics coming, uh, it's going to be from the entire 80-year history, with members getting access to every single issue published 12 months prior to any given date. Uh, It's the Ultimate Digital Library, 20,000 books, DC publisher Jim Lee said, and we're continually adding to it as we continue to publish more comics. So, you got a lot of reading to do, my friend. I, You know what? Can I take back everything that I said about DC, except for the Joaquin Phoenix being cast as the Joker in origin film uh, things? I still believe those, but if this app works like how I want and I get access to basically the full library of DC Comics, mm-hmm. I will forgive Suicide Squad. Whoa. I will do it. Wow. I'll do it. I'm telling you. If I get 20,000 DC Comics, I can just read on my phone on like my smoke break at work. Mm-hmm. Anytime you want. You can make as many Suicide Squads as you want, buddy. Whatever you want to do. I'm so excited. This is this made me this has made me so happy. I know. God, I've always been a DC fan. We all know that. We do. I think DC just fucking won me over. Titans can suck as much as it wants. I don't yeah. care. And you know what? I'm gonna do what Star Wars did to my favorite thing from Star Wars. Okay. I'm gonna say the Joker movie's not canon. I don't care what they say. I have decided that the Joker movie is no longer canon. Okay. So it can do whatever it wants. There you go. I'll be too busy to watch it. I got 20,000 comics to read, buddy. I'm all set. <laughs> all right, we'll finish off with some breaking news. Just published this article a few hours ago. Yeah, no, I just heard about this on uh, Twitter like five hours ago. I was at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we brought it up before that they were making the series of Cowboy Bebop live mm-hmm. action on Netflix, and yep. now they've got some cast members for it. None of this means anything to me, as I still haven't seen the anime or anything. Oh, but it's so good, buddy. You, Cowboy Bebop's the shit. You, uh, you seemed excited about the casting news. Yeah, it's fucking John. John Cho was playing Spike. Spike Spiegel is John Cho. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Cho. If I'm remembering correctly, that's like Kung Fu Hustle. John Cho, right? No, no, never mind. It's not. Okay. Who was that thing that did Kung Fu Hustle? Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow. Okay, John Cho and Stephen. Chow. I'm allowed to get those confused. You are. You are. Okay, so uh, Harold is going to be Spike Spiegel. In uh, the live-action Netflix Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. adaptation, now I don't know if I'm ex- if I'm as excited for. It. Oh yeah, <laughs> see, okay. See, I thought it was Stephen Chow. Mm. Here's the thing: as long as he can do Bruce Lee-style fight scenes, mm. 
Because in the anime, like, the fight scenes that Spike is in, they're literally, like, not exactly mocap because you can't do Okay, is wait a second. Is that supposed to be? Oh, hang on. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Skip over John Chow. Whatever right. the fuck. Right. Is that supposed to be? Looks like Jet Black. Yeah. The captain of the Bebop. Is that supposed to be Jet? Yeah. Really? He uh-huh. he's been cast like one one hundred percent. He's yeah, been cast. This is confirmed. That's, that's Jet. That is Jet. Absolutely not. No? Not okay. Not okay whatsoever. No. Not okay whatsoever. Really? He's old for one, and he's super buff. Oh. And he, yeah, that's yeah. not that guy. No, I I agree. <laughs> and would, some would say that's the exact opposite of that guy. So okay, already over yeah. that. And who is Faye? Not okay with it. Already not okay with it. Okay. Arch enemy vicious. Yeah, vicious. Okay. Who's vicious? This guy. Nah, not terrible. He's actually probably the best casting out of all of it. To oh, yeah. be honest with you. Okay. Face casting is awful. No offense to her. This is going to sound like body shaming, and I don't mean it. She's a little dumpy. You know what I mean? I don't know what that means. She's like like frumpy and sort of not super hot, where like Faye like uses her sexuality as a weapon. I mean, that's fair, but Spike Spiegel's supposed to be extremely lanky. Yeah, and... I'm also super mad about that, too. However, the worst one is fucking Jet. Are you kidding me? That's Jet? Yeah, he has the same body type as the one cat. As Spike. But, yeah. And it doesn't work. Because Jet is super fucking jacked. Who are they going to fucking uh, cast as uh, Ayn? Is it going to be a fucking cat? Because that's essentially what all this shit is. It's I don't know, but I definitely think Millie Bobby Brown needs to be Ed. Oh, I would be 100% for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be really good. Hopefully. Hopefully it'll, it'll be good. I want it to be good so bad. It's one of my yeah. favorite animes of all time. Have Wait. you yet to watch it? I have not seen any of it yet. You got to check it out, buddy. It's really fucking good. So, yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of the uh, casting okay. for several of the characters and Cowboy Bebop. Although, to be fair, Netflix has sucked on every live action I was going to say, you shouldn't have been too surprised. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there you go. All right. I guess we'll do one more big news. Let's just throw a giant A to Z congratulations to one of my favorite TV chefs out there. Bobby Flay? Good job. He you, is one of my favorites. Bob, you, meant, you mentioned that a few podcasts ago. Yeah, Bob, Bobby Flay is one of my favorites. But my other favorite, uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay, mm. just had a child. He did? Yes. That sounds painful. Well, you know, that's what he does. Okay. He makes a delicious filet mignon, mm-hmm. and he can also have babies. Okay. That's how fucking good he is. Neat. That's why he's so good in the kitchen, because he's a woman. Oh. That's where they belong. <laughs> it's all coming together. No, seriously, giant shout out to uh, the wonderful Gordon Ramsay. Congratulations on your on your new baby, Oscar. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and go ahead and wrap this up because we got another interview to do here, guys. I hope you had fun. I know I did. And uh, make sure to stay tuned after this uh, podcast wraps because we we are going to have the first ever A to Z interview. Yeah. Editor's note, the interview has been broken out into a separate bonus podcast, so make sure you check that out in your feed also. Guys, I hope you had fun as well listening. Guys and gals. I was using guys as a gender-neutral term. I Mm. apologize. Please, for the love of God, (laughs) follow us on Twitter. (laughs) 
I think it's funnier. When Not I just that, but like actually tweet at us because that's <laughs> yeah. when you get excited. Oh yeah, no, I adore that. Like, I mean, you like the followers too. I'm, I'm sure you. Oh, of course, I like them both. Anyway, guys, <laughs> don't do visual gags. We're on an audio medium, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our first T-shirt. It's an audio medium, dummy. <laughs> No, but seriously, I had a lot of fun with that. a shirt of an audio medium dummy, like a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and dig that joke a little bit deeper up. I can wait. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just sit back. It's all yours. Anyway, uh, we had no no questions this week. That's not your fault. We really didn't send out for them, so it's kind of our fault. Guys... We love you very much. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, roast, anything like that, you want to make fun of us, feel free. I'll still read it on the air. I don't care. Uh-huh. I love attention. I'm like Tinkerbell in that way, just with a better beard. And my beard is Emma. Did you see the joke there? See what I did there? Did you get that? Uh, I'm just trying not to picture you in a Tinkerbell outfit. <laughs> well, get ready for next Halloween, motherfucker. <laughs> I should totally go as fucking Tinkerbell for Halloween one year. You know what I am thinking about doing for Halloween this year? I might do Freddie Mercury in the I Want to Break Free music video, where I'll just like dress in drag and just, yeah. just have a, a mustache and a wig. I think it would be kind of fucking awesome. I'm thinking about it. I'm tossing it around. So yeah, love you guys. Uh, thanks again for listening. Hope you had a lot of fun. If you like the show... Feel free to follow it on Twitter at the A2Z show. That is the number two. Of course, you are aware of that. Again, send anything you want to that. It can be the same word 90 times in a row. I'll probably still read it. If you like us as well as like people, you can follow us on Twitter. You've got uh, America's Sweetheart Andrew is at big guy ACV. That's me. Follow him. He is a far nicer person than me, and you will like him more, just like everybody else. And you should like him more, because he is a fucking sweetheart. That's why he's known as America's Sweetheart. Now, if you're a fan of alcoholism and anger and uh, hockey, you should follow at Melch Knows Best on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Who's that? That is me, because those are my three things. Also, if you have uh, something you can't fit into the, what is it, 180 characters now at this point? or If you can't fit it into a Twitter amount of characters, because I forget what it is, you can also email us. It's a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Feel free to send anything there except for uh, Trojan viruses, because I'm not going to open that. But if you got some like cool porn or something, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. Or like a donkey pissing into its own mouth. That's pretty hilarious. Like, who's not going to laugh at that? (laughs) We love you so much. Thanks again for sitting through with us. Do us all a favor. Get out there and fucking win that gold. Because you deserve it. And as always, go Blues.